So I'm, I'm very excited to welcome you all to this podcast. Um, I'm calling this Epistle the Unseen. Um, nice. Here we interview classmates belonging to the 1995 batch of JNMC students, um, MBBS students from JNMC Belgaum to mark another milestone in our lives, approximately 25 years since we earned the right to be called doctors. So can't believe that it's been 25 years. Today we have Sumuki, Sumuki Umesh, um, was Sumuki Premnath when we, uh, yeah. welcome Sumuki. Thanks a lot <laughs> for uh, doing this with me and um, uh, very excited to have you. Thanks for sp- spending your busy Sunday afternoon. I know you're busy. <laughs> quite a free Sunday morning after, uh, quite a free Sunday afternoon after a busy Sunday morning. After a busy Sunday morning. Uh, all right. Well, let me start by saying it's a uh, friendship day today. Happy friendship oh, day. Yeah. Thanks for being Happy my friend. Happy friendship day. Sure, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> We started off as roll numbers, one behind the other from first MBBS. So yeah, it's been something. That's right. <laughs> That's right. I forget the name, the number, 170 something. No, one, yeah. one zero. 146, 147 140. and 148. That is right. <laughs> My memory is a little bad. So this is a good way of actually catching up. Yeah. Um, so, um, Sumuki, um, we know each other very well, but this podcast is mainly to kind of introduce ourselves and each other to um, many of our classmates, which we probably haven't met or spoken, some of them, since yeah. 25 years. So, yeah, let's go back in time, and can you just briefly tell us um, where you were before you joined JNMC, um, you know, something, a little, a little bit about your background before you landed in JNMC, and we'll take it up from yeah. there. Yeah, so, um, I am Suhoki Premlath from uh, Bangalore. Grew up in uh, three, four different cities before I be settled in Bangalore when I was about six and a half, seven years of age. Completed my schooling in Sophia's and then went to Bishop Cotton's uh-huh. and was a swimmer at the national level at that point of time through school and through my pre-university. Uh, That's fascinating. So, so you were you were very up, athletically endowed and sportsman when you were in school. Is that right? Enjoyed it. Yeah, I spent a lot of time with sports in school. Uh-huh. And, uh, yeah, and then uh, we stayed uh, in uh, first in Palace Orchards in Bangalore, and then uh, later in Coles uh, Road Fraser Town, and then after that, when I was just as I joined uh, medical uh, MBBS, I we were staying in Sanjaynagar in Bangalore. So. In Sanjaynagar, okay. Sanjaynagar. So, so how was yeah, how was it like to be a swimmer in school and national level? Uh, most oh, it was interesting. Kind of uh, when you're uh, when you're in uh, middle school, and uh, it really doesn't matter because children sort of accept you for what you are. But then uh, the expectations change as you enter high school because. Uh, they, they, uh, the school expects uh, academic excellence and the school wants you to participate in other things also. And then you start missing classes because you go for these coaching camps. And then you start coming late to school. So that's really interesting because you get permission to come late to school in the morning. So you have half an hour lag what period. Just, just tell us a little bit of how was your day like? What, How many hours would you put in for swimming practice? Uh, at, at that, that point, uh, I'd leave home for school, uh, for swimming by 6 o'clock. So I'd get up by 5 and get ready. And my mom, I think, put in more effort than I did. I had to just go swim and go to school. Uh So she'd be up before me organizing my meals and 
look at it now, it was something amazing what she's done. <laughs> and then she could drop me in swimming pool at 6 o'clock and then uh, she'd leave me with uh, snacks post-swimming, uh-huh. change of clothes post-swimming. Then, of course, my short break uh, snacks and my lunch and an evening snack because from school, I directly get dropped back to the swimming pool. So I'd come back to the pool by 3.45, by the school bus. So you would, you would, you would start your day swimming and then you go to school and then you come back and again swim. Swim. I'd come back to the pool and there'd be other friends who've come from other schools who were also training. Uh-huh. We'd all eat our snacks and we'd have these. And I look at it now, it feels really unhygienic because we would have swum in the morning and yeah. we would have just rolled up our wet costumes and pushed it into our locker. And then use the we'd same come thing. Come in the evening and wear <laughs> the same wet costumes. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully it was all chlorine, so it was uh, kind of Yeah, stuff. I know, but when you look at it now, those yeah. sort of swimming pools wouldn't be allowed to function because it was the public pool, also swimming pool, and it used to be so dirty so frequently. I mean, I don't know if I can ever get into a pool like that anymore. So, <laughs> that is interesting. Good. Yeah. That is interesting. So then... But it was a learning. So you went to Bishop Cottons after that? For my 11th and 12th, yeah. For my PC, I went to Bishop Cottons. And then and then you ended up in JNMC. Then I ended up in JNMC through the sports quota. So I joined JNMC. I think all of you joined in June, end of July. And uh, uh, sports quota and second list, we came in August. Okay, okay. That's interesting. So all of us were in the last, we were all in the last, second last table of uh, the section. That is right. And they were like, okay, so you're here and you're here, sort of thing. <laughs> that is right. That is right. Um, so now let's move to JNMC. And how was how? What do you remember from JNMC? Who were your roommates? Um, you know, I mean, JNMC and, was uh, uh, probably the best part of my life. Even, uh-huh. even now, when I look back on it, because uh, my roommate was Bharti when uh-huh. I joined in. Just that was Bharti Maitri. Month. Bharti Maitri, now Bharti Pujar. Pujar. So, she, just a month and then we got shuffled and we keep moving rooms. And I had Sunita Dubey, if you'll remember Sunita Dubey, our really super senior who finished much after us. Uh-huh. She was also, and she now runs the company Medscape India. She's a huge page three personality in Mumbai. So, we started together for a month or so. And then I moved rooms and then um, I had... Uh, Vijayshri from our class as a roommate briefly. Uh-huh. And then I again moved rooms and then we got juniors. I had Malaysian juniors who were a year younger. So you had a lot of roommates. That must be... Yeah, most of us had an RC hostel actually. In RC. That, that's actually yeah. pretty good because um, you okay. get to know people more intimately and for a longer time. I suppose. I but I, we had, I, like, you know, we had this sort of group of us who'd stick on together more often. Mm-hmm. So we made friends with everybody in our class. It was interesting because Bharti, Sujaya, Malini and me and Sunita Patil, we uh, were friends throughout, but I think we really, really sort of uh, became close in final MBBS. Mm-hmm. When uh, uh, Between first MBBS and final MBBS, we continued to be close, but we also had other friends. So okay. there was Aparna, Kansal and Pooja, but I was... Yeah. Friends with until they moved to the next hostel, so we didn't see each other very frequently when a new hostel came up. Right, the new Rani Chamnama hospital. The hostel, new ladies' right? hostel. The moment the new, the new ladies' hostel, hostel came, there was a sort of a divide, you know. 
Uh-huh. <laughs> so some of us stayed back and some of them moved. It's interesting then, uh, how it's interesting how even in a small place like JNMC, yeah. the physical yeah. separation actually can create can create a little bit of yeah, a um, thing. Physical and, separation, yeah, it's sort of you know we we've moved to different hostels and then we were already in different um, groups during uh, in yeah. clinics and. And the physical separation will make it a little bit more, uh, yeah. I, I yeah. wouldn't say divisive, but more difficult to kind of mix together. And it's kind of amazing yeah. that the group is coming back together despite, you know, miles and thousands of miles between us. Definitely, uh, definitely. Right um, and I don't know. Yeah. So JNMC was, uh, was of course, you know, a very formative year, even for, uh, yeah, yeah. even for me. What yeah. about Belgaum? Do you have any kind of favorite places in Belgaum? What was your favorite place to eat? Um, At that time, um, we used to go to celebrate every birthday. So this, we, we didn't have too much of money, you know, that our parents wouldn't give us money the way our kids have cash these days and are able to spend uh-huh. or we spend on them. So the uh, lot of us, then we had uh, one or two friends from uh, Dental, Rekha, who was a contemporary. Then if you remember Varda Bidargadi, her younger sister Vinaya was with us. Yes. And so we had a mixed group. Then there's Sunila Nayak with us. Uh-huh. So uh, Sunila Prabhu at that time. At that time, yeah. Yeah. So the few of us uh, to celebrate every birthday, we go to Adinarayan, the hotel uh, near, uh, <laughs> in the corner near Sister. So we right. go to Adinarayan. Without fail, and uh, I mean, even when now when we get together, we are like, oh my god, why can't we just go to Adinaran and eat? You know, it was Adinaran. Give us, yeah. They would, they would give us onions, and we just eat onions like we've never eaten food before. So by the uh-huh. time that guy has come and kept onions and gone, and he's yeah. gone to get our food, there'd be no onions on the table. We were eating onions with salt and lime. I mean, it was like <laughs> so, so ridiculous, but. Yeah, we eaten then uh, with the Devika Kaujaldi, if you remember our immediate senior. Mm-hmm. Bate so now, De- yeah. Yeah, Bate now, yeah. So Devika and me, um, we'd go along with uh, one more friend of ours from dental called Arvind Shetty, BDS. Uh-huh. At that time, they needed MBS. He was a localite. If you remember our librarian, Mr. Shetty's son, actually. Uh-huh. So we'd go to have uh, tea, very sweet, very milky tea in Hotel Highway. Highway. That is right. There used really, to be a guy really. called Nanu there. Yeah, yeah, really. So yeah. sweet. I, I mean, I really don't know. I, yeah. It's an Iran, Irani. Yeah, Irani. Is that Irani? Yeah, Irani chai. was Irani. Yeah, Irani chai. So we'd go there to have Irani chai and scrambled eggs. Right. <laughs> so, and of course, from our, during our uh, uh, internship time, uh, we'd go, uh, what's the birthday? It's not internship. When we had our clinics in the morning, sometimes during the summers, We'd all go to either Milan or Sanman after mm-hmm. clinics. I don't know if you remember the whole unit would go there to we would, eat. Yeah. More like a sharing and eating, but I don't think we could have each afforded a plate of a dosa or something. But like that is so right. many yeah. people and half the number of plates. So there were all these all these small joints that we used to frequent, and there was yeah, a, yeah, there was Ajanta. Yeah. I remember Ajanta also somewhere. Ajanta was very good for puri and kurma. That is correct. That is correct. And of course, uh, the vada pav, not vada, vada pav, no, what is it called? Uh, yeah, vada pav, no, we used to eat outside the main gate, uh, the cutting chai and vada pav outside main gate, so. 
for me jnmc was both undergrad and postgrad so it was like so you stayed there for a longer time than many of us yeah, did yeah 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 you did your ms sorry m uh, you MD. did your md in uh, microbiology in microbiology yeah in jnmc and i had a break of a year after my mbbs i i was at home because we gave our entrances and got our seats but there was some court stay or other things so a whole year went by before nearly a year went by before we could start our masters yeah so that kind of segues into the post jnmc for you it is not post jnmc it is still microbiology how was that like doing post graduation in jnmc in the same place it was nice it was different for me in the way that my i got married to in belgaum so i got married to umesh Uh-huh. At the beginning of my post graduation the umesh wasn't there he was already in bombay uh-huh so i actually started staying at home for a brief while with my in laws uh-huh but then because uh, my coming and going was getting very erratic and you know so then i moved into the hostel mm-hmm. so uh, at that point of time uh, it was good we had a small department but microbiology is really nice cs patel sir such a wonderful uh, mentor and Sunita from our class, Sunita Patil was doing pass at that time. I remember that. That's right. So yeah, I think we we were close during MBBS, but I think we bonded a lot during my masters and her diploma at that time. Uh huh. So we became a lot closer at that point of time. Though I think even our internship, we were more or less together in Gataprabha at the same time. master was interesting because at the beginning of masters uh, when we started our md we still had uh, rajiv tanwade and avinash hiriman and everybody was still doing that lectureship over there until they start their pg in physiology avinash in physiology, and, and praveen yeah. yeah so many of them were still there for at least the first 6 months to a year you know uh uh-huh. during my post graduation so that was uh, it was really nice in its own way because then we landed up spending much more time than what we ever did during uh, mbbs together yeah because we had something in common and uh, it would be nice for us to just meet each other and just sit around and like may not reminisce but just sit around with each other and feel that comfort oh i know you you know it's so what do i am in the same campus i i know you better right like you're a part that of that must have sort of thing i'm a little jealous about that because we had to go <laughs> kind of strange really part of it yeah but it was it was it was not bad but yeah i i used to kind of um visit belgaum as much as i could whenever i would yeah, uh, yeah. have a chance and yeah, I, yeah, i remember yeah. seeing you and meeting you all um yeah. during your post graduation year so yeah. um so so you got married to umesh umesh is one year our senior one of the most brilliant yeah. guys i know <laughs> so um from there highly, I, highly competitive uh, highly co- i don't remember him as yeah that's right and <laughs> and he has a he had a brother as well in the same uh, college right yeah uh, he was our junior years. yeah he was yeah. our junior um and then you moved to bombay i suppose because umesh was already in yeah. bombay yeah. he was yeah. doing yeah. radiotherapy is that yeah. right and here he's he's just <laughs> he just brought tea and biscuits for me yeah that's so nice that is that, a, <laughs> is that just the show for the for the show no 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 that's okay. not, that's uh, <laughs> that's him normally morning morning at least normally he makes because i take my dog for a walk at that time so ah that's right that's right <laughs> yeah go on so how was how was um, bombay for you 
Oh, so, Bombay was, uh, it was uh, first, though I'm from Bangalore, but we belong to a time when Bangalore was still a small laid back town. Uh-huh. When it was really quiet and we could walk through Bangalore without getting fear of getting run over. That's the Bangalore I remember. Sort of safe Bangalore. And Belgam also was somewhat like that. So Bombay in its own way at the beginning was... Uh, when I had been going through my MB, I had been visiting him every alternate months, one month Bangalore, one month Bombay. So I generally got the idea. The thought of living in Bombay was something that took a long time to actually get into get my used system. To. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and then, I think I've fallen in love with Bombay. I mean, accepted Bombay for what it is after moving to Vishakhapatnam. I'm actually moving, missing. You're missing Bombay. Yeah. <laughs> for me. So you've become a Mumbaiker. Looks like. I'm not Over. sure. See, I've lived more years in Nabi Mumbai than Bombay. Uh-huh. But uh, my initial memory of Bombay, the thing is the people have always, always really nice, you know. I'm talking to the general public. So you're somebody new there and whether it's, it's somebody on the road and you ask them, so which bus do I take? And they'll, they'll start doing what they're doing and they'll take you and tell you, okay, you take the bus from here and it'll take you there or you change it. And you get into the wrong bus and then the Conductor will like stop and uh, last you to get down and you say now you cross the road and take that bus and go and so they were very like helpful. Was, yeah, that, that's what I mean. I mean that general uh, honesty and helpfulness. This is my younger daughter who wants to come. Hello, what's your name? She's gone. That's Samika. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, that is awesome to so, see them. Yeah. <laughs> So, so that that was. So and then and then you joined. If I remember, you joined Tata as well as a micro. Yeah, of course. I first joined. Uh, I was doing an observership in Tata. After which, I did a lot of things in Bombay. And somewhere, I just. I mean, I couldn't uh, cope with uh, that sort of a schedule of travel and home, mm-hmm. which is something I very directly acknowledged because it was. I was uh, working. I was working in Parel and living in Parel. It was okay, but then we had to move. Uh, we moved towards Chembur, and then we moved to Khargar. So the commute of one and a half hours, and then managing home and uh, so it became a little bit. Tra- yeah, yeah. Umesh was also traveling a lot. So somewhere we we sort of decided to balance who spends how many hours at home and how many hours, you know. That, that was uh, some sort of, a, it was a conscious decision that we took. I started working in Tata. I did an aspect for the new hospital that came up at that time over there for a good five years. Uh-huh. And when I met you last in 2015, I was in Vardia. But I think uh, the Bombay hours, and I'm working that many hours here now, but there at that point of time, with the kids still uh, younger, dropped and picked mm-hmm. up and the hours and as a whole, we never had a backup system in terms of family. So I, I think personally, I couldn't cope um, with that whole. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. So, I mean, a uh, lot of, a um, lot of women actually uh, who uh, face this problem, uh, there's a increased burden and expectation on them, particularly, yeah. you know, to, to kind of uh, be professionals and also take the major burden of yeah. childcare at home. So, um, so but then also living in Bombay, which <laughs> where probably your commute can uh, can yeah, kind of suck people, the. Many people manage that, but yeah. But I was already at that point of time. I had started volunteering with Akansha. Right. Which was an NGO that was yeah. in uh, two thousand. Just one second. No, my cat has come on my lap. Oh, that's all. <laughs> <laughs> 
So I started Akanksha that was in 2008. Sorry, Raghu, very sorry. No problem. No problem. That was in 2008. So then uh, I realized I was enjoying teaching children. Yeah. So much more than running around doing microbiology. So whenever I think of Sumuki, I always think of Sumuki being the more altruistic person, trying to work with children um, and even even animals um, and stuff like that. Uh, so I'm more excited to talk about that aspect of your um, of your last 20 years because I think the impact that you have done on those things are are are, 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 are and also more gratifying probably for you. Very, you found very your twelve years. Yeah, and that's what I. I mean, I miss it on a daily basis, and generally uh, feel bad that I had to leave it and move now to Vishakhapatnam. Uh-huh. But uh, yeah, but I'm a part of it in terms of taking care of the funding, and so I started working. Going back to it, I worked with Akansha for two years as a teacher, giving microbiology. I just dropped microbiology and started working. Uh, and I think Umesh was also fine. The thing about him is he's always been, uh, you know, he does his thing, and he's like, you can do your thing. So. That is awesome to have a supportive kind of uh, family so structure. Like it's fine. I mean, it's okay if you're. I mean, if you're okay doing what you're doing, then I'm okay doing what I'm doing. Yeah. As long as you don't really step on each other's toes beyond a certain point. Yeah. Yeah. So 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 you you were talking about Akanksha, but I remember Manjari. Is that the same or is that Akanksha was another NGO for two mm-hmm. years, and then I started Manjari. Along with a friend, uh, we informally started working end of 2010. No, yeah, by end of 2010 in our area. And by the time our trust, we formed a public charitable trust called uh, Manjari Charitable Trust, which uh, finally got registered and everything fell into place. Uh, just the registration bit by end of December 2011. But we had started working in the community. We started working into three Adivasi communities near our place uh, by then. Two of us and we had two more people who joined us as volunteers. Mm-hmm. And then we registered a trust. Then we went to the whole process of income tax registrations and ATT registrations. So those things take time. And we let it take its time. See, we didn't want, there were the officials who were ready to give it to us faster if we bribed them and things like that. But you but you took your time, yeah. Yeah, we took our time and the registration took its time to happen, but we continued to work because we got registered. Mm-hmm. And we had the confident donors like y'all, actually. There was mm-hmm. you and then there was my one of my, my cousin's cousin, but she's like my cousin, Pita, and then so even at the beginning you had Ekambar and Sanjeev and Bharti and Devika and everyone pitching in. So that was like I mean that gave us immense confidence and even my colleague who runs it along with me, Sumita's brother and some two more cousins of hers. So everybody pitching in their bit so that really helped us uh, start working in two, three areas along with three teachers part-time. So. And that that 10 years has been great because we've now got our own learning center. It's a rented space, of course, over the last five, six years now uh-huh. within the community. Uh, we have, uh, we do work with the government schools. We work with four government schools. But our learning center caters to children who are really interested in um, we look at them more individually, their families, counseling them. And if they're really interested, along with academics, then we focus on getting them into 11th and 12th, sponsoring their education for graduation. So now we have our first batch of children who are in 12th standard and the current batch who's just finished 10th. So 
our first batch of finished tenth did really well academically, which I mean it was immensely surprising even for us and for them. So most of them got like seventy percent, and five one or two of them got eighty percent in our last year. And this year, the we had eleven children giving tenth, and uh, six of them got between eighty-five and eighty-six percent. That is phenomenal. Yeah. In the, I mean, in that segment, for them to even not drop out, coming back, coming from and, that kind of poor like background. That's fantastic because the rest of them also got in their high seventies. So they are surprised. We are surprised, and their parents were like. Because one few of them, I used to like shout at them on a daily basis. Like at the end, we were like, "Guys, there is no option." Because finally, you are competing, and you know, uh-huh. no one's going to ask you like, "Shivam, where are you from? Who cares?" Finally, whether you Shivam is from the low income community, all that screaming and shouting. So the marks came. The kids called me up just last week. Their marks came. So all of them called up and like, "Teacher, देखो कितना मिला हमें ऐसे दिल." So it's it's really nice and uh, yeah and that sort of affection i think which children give you um, that's a totally different sort of satisfaction that you get uh, i mean that's a that's a really kind of meaningful impact that you guys have had on on so many people's yeah, lives and also their families well. yeah and the kids are doing well the confidence you know see i'm not only it's not about academic excellence but the ability to feel confident to take decisions to know yeah what they want to do next or don't want to do like we have children who clearly state that we're going to do some uh, stitching for the next two years and then i think this is what is going to happen to us but their ability to comprehend it accept it and work towards some sort of a self decision making process without being pushed into something i think uh, that has been the great uh, i mean that has been the great thing that is such an awesome thing to i mean here because you know a lot of the kids really need need to be shown yeah. that there is someone at their back having their back uh, to say yeah. that they are not alone in this whole world particularly yeah. when they are coming from that kind of a, a background and that gives them the, uh, gives them the confidence that is that is um, that is fantastic so that that seems to be that seems to be your uh, to me i don't know you have to tell me is that is that something that actually is the drive for you that is i mean that's what that's why i was uh, i i mean this was such a fantastic opportunity for me that's the only reason i moved uh, yeah here, because I, i i really don't for a family staying together and staying uh-huh. in different places uh-huh. but yeah that's what i mean that's something that something that i would be looking at constantly yeah because i'm 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 a part of manjri trust i'm one of the founder trustees so yeah so from here i take care of the funding and all those sort of things I'll be going. Thanks to lockdown, I've not been able to go, but I'd have to definitely go a minimum of four to five times a year. Uh-huh. And uh, where we start, I'm starting on thanks to the whole lockdown business. We've been recharging our children's phones, so we do online WhatsApp classes to the younger kids. So I'm going to start working with the older kids who are entering 11th and 12th. So I'll be working with them online. So even while you are in Vishakhapatnam right now, so you would be able yeah, to kind yeah. of do that thanks to the definitely, technology. Definitely, definitely, yeah, definitely. That is phenomenal. So I'm feeling really happy because I was worried I won't be able to interact with them on a daily basis. But so now you are. <laughs> that's something that makes me feel really well, good I, about I, it. Well, I I wish you all the best, and I kind of um, hope to be involved in your charity. Um, in yeah, some you part. do a lot. You do a lot yourself. Running for fundraising along with Varsha, it's quite amazing that nothing, nothing compared awesome. to you. Nothing compared to you. We just we just so, do some physical so, activities. So. <laughs> but that's amazing. I mean, to actually have children who understand the need to do these things and go towards this itself is like so. 
Yeah, no, yeah, it's uh, but but you know, but the sacrifices that people like you have done is uh, is like immense. So, so we we briefly touched about that, and we briefly also talked about Umesh. And um, tell me a little bit about your family, about Umesh, your kids. Yeah, so Umesh is MBBS from JNMC, our immediate uh, senior. Yeah. Many people ask me why I'm getting married to him because according to him, he used to stare a lot in the library. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's because he had big specs and he couldn't see. I mean, it's because of his spectacles. <laughs> so, <laughs> and he did his MD and DMRP from radiotherapy from Tata Hospital itself. And uh, continued to, and BNB also from there, and continued to work there till, uh, I mean, right from associate professor to a professor. And you also have the scientific officer post, so he's moved up. And now we've moved to Vishakapatnam with him uh, taking up the role as the director of Homi Baba Cancer Hospital Research Center. Moved along with him. Well, congratulations I, to that. That's a great, that's a great <laughs> honor to... Uh, to have that yeah. kind of a promotion and congratulations to you for standing behind him for that, you know? Uh, no, yeah. Go on. I mean, I think he, he's worked really hard towards, uh, towards that. Talked, so, yeah. so he's trying to build up from the scratch, from the foundation. Oh, Omi, but yeah, from, yeah, yeah, he's, so he's building another cancer hospital in Vishakhapatnam. Definitely. Um, so it's already another, been in place, but all been in temporary areas, but now yeah. the whole thing will come together. So, yeah. I'm very proud to know him. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's something. Uh, my older daughter has just completed her 12th standard. She's mm -hmm. 18 and a half. And uh, she's uh, going to, she wants to eventually become a professional dancer. That's awesome. Yeah. So, but she's also doing BSc in mathematics according to her for us. Uh -huh. So she's joined BSc in mathematics because we asked as for her statement, it's because you people feel I should do graduation. So yeah. She's doing <laughs> So is she gonna be going also, to is she gonna be doing the yeah. BSc in Vishakhapatnam? In Vishakhapatnam itself. Okay. We've, she's and she's also started uh, she's been learning Bharatanatyam since the last about nearly eight, nine, ten years. And she really likes it. That she she wants enjoys to. dancing, yeah. Uh -huh. So she's now learning. We had seen a teacher in Vizag before the lockdown. So she's been learning Bharatanatyam from him every day morning. She has a class online with him. And uh, a teacher in Bombay who teaches Kathak, who we've known for a long time, she learns Kathak from her. As well. Even now, how does that work during the coronavirus time? Is it all All, 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 all using online? either, yeah, either the word. Google Duo, Google Meet, Skype. It's amazing how Zoom. the necessity has actually made us. I mean, I feel I interact with my friends more due to coronavirus now than uh, than before. Um, because definitely. yeah, it's uh, there are certain blessings that you that you get from this kind of challenges too. Definitely. Yeah, and what's the name of your uh, elder daughter? She's Uttara. Right, Uttara. And your younger daughter who just briefly younger came and said is, hello. Yeah, she she had to know who I was talking with. Uh-huh. The, <laughs> the curiosity. Now, she had to come yeah. She's Samika. She's uh -huh. 12 and a half. She's uh -huh. just entered seventh grade. So the yeah. poor thing has joined a school in Vishakhapatnam but never met her classmates. Not yet. But she's joined their online classes. Uh -huh. <laughs> How is that working out? She's quite happy. 
<laughs> she's the type who likes school and likes class and like yeah. doesn't mind it. Now she says no, but she's the type who you don't. don't like she says she doesn't like civics particularly. <laughs> yeah. So, otherwise, she's good. I mean, you don't have to really uh, get her to sit in front of the computer and study. She's the type who do it in any case. That's awesome. Yeah, even civics was my least favorite subject when I was in school. <laughs> so uh, that was uh, that is crazy. She said uh, she does it on her own because I'm not there. I've been going to work, so she I wake her up when I leave, and she attends her virtual school with her classmates she's never met, mm-hmm. and she seems quite okay. Does all her homework and photographs photographs uh, her homework and uploads it, and you know. That is great. That is great. It's interesting. Yeah. So we are, we are seeing. She also Samika. learns music. She also learns vocal, Carnatic vocal. Awesome. Yeah. Same thing. Continues to learn from a sir who's in Bombay. So she's doing it online too. Online. Yeah. <laughs> so so your children are into arts now, basically. Uh, yeah, Bharatanatyam. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Kathak. Tamika actually likes art in terms of fine arts. Sir. She likes to draw and paint and make things. So uh-huh. She wants to become an artist or a singer. Or a singer. Right. But but you you, you come from an artist family, if I remember. Your your brother my is brother, also. My brother, yeah, yeah. My yeah. brother what, is an artist. He's an artist. He's a visual artist. Is that he's right? A visual, he's an artist. Yeah, he's an artist. In, he's in New York. based in New York. Uh-huh. In the Parsons yeah. School of Fine Arts. So, yeah. yeah, I remember that. <laughs> my family also includes three cats, three, two very old cats and one middle-aged cat. Did you bring them from dog. Bombay? Did you bring yeah, them from Bombay? Yeah, we, we drove down during the lockdown. With the cats? Yeah, with the cats, the dogs. How, how are they settling down? I was always told that the cats don't leave the house. really fast. My cats were home cats there also. Uh-huh. They are home cats here also. They are not let out of the house. But they settled. They settled. We were very worried that they take time to settle. But they settled much, much faster than we did. Than anybody. That's really awesome. Because I think they just needed us. And since we were there and they were there, they were okay. <laughs> You've always been an animal lover. I remember your mom yeah, actually yeah. feeding a lot of dogs in the in in Sanjay yeah. Nagar. Is that right? And then yeah, and then yeah, even yeah, in Mumbai, yeah. I would see some of your social media posts talking about yeah, adoptions I, well, of I dogs. Yeah, I did a lot and, of yeah rescued yeah. dogs, kittens. You yeah. have them at home, and they find. And your kids enjoy them too. Yeah, definitely. definitely. That's all. <laughs> awesome. Umesh has learned to enjoy them. So. <laughs> yeah. So, so Sumuki, I think we are kind of, kind of coming down to the yeah. end of our um, yeah, of yeah. our chat. Just, just very briefly, I just wanted to ask you: over the next five to ten years, where do you, where do you see Manjuri or your own kind of goals? What excites you, or are you thinking about it, or is it has that been very hectic now that you have not been able to put those things? No, into- uh, when it comes to Manjuri, I think we have some clear idea of what we want to do. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but I, looking at myself per se, it looks like I'm going to be in Vishakhapatnam for at least the next five, ten years. Mm-hmm. So I'd be doing whatever I do for Manjari only from a distance and visiting frequently. Though I hope to volunteer at some school here. Once the lockdown opens, I will definitely go for a walk and see what's around me and start working here. Uh-huh. But with Manjari, we are looking at, uh, we have been getting funds. So we are hoping to get corporate funding 
fingers crossed. Uh, we are not applying for foreign donations at all because mm-hmm. the government has become very strict and it's become very complicated. Though we have applied for the certification for foreign donations, the government doesn't uh, give uh, the certifications easily, so nothing seems to happen. Yeah. Anymore. So we've accepted it as it is, but we are looking at uh, currently we've been in the rented space. So let's see if we can, we want to definitely move into a much larger space, which would be more. Uh, here we've been in the space for six years, and that guy would not ask us to move at all. Mm-hmm. We are hoping to be make ourselves uh, move to a lower level. We work on the fourth floor, so we are desperately trying to find a place in the lower floor. We want to set up. Um, over there a sort of a, a math and science lab where we can train teachers uh, from government schools and also use it as a resource room for government schools in our area for science and maths so as children to come and visit and doing like maths and science yeah. so mm-hmm. we definitely are looking at that so we are looking at a larger space so the education activities for all groups of children continue which is a learning center program but also we have a resource room for government school teachers we are hoping to see that the resource room will be funded by workshops that we do for private school teachers and so and so anybody who is a taxpayer in india can donate tax free donations to monthly yeah, is yeah, that correct yeah tax free donations to monthly yeah okay that's uh, that's nice to know so um, hopefully some of our classmates will start supporting once um, but i'd be happy if our classmates support anybody anyone wherever they are also because <laughs> you have many classmates who are supporting other things no that's true i mean um, i you know it's in, i'm talking about not just manjari but you know just it, this is one of the one of the reasons why we want to do this is also to have kind of a support network uh, yeah, for all yeah, of definitely. us as well so definitely. yeah so it's been awesome um great, great you know, talking to you too yeah it's been great it's been great catching up it's been uh, yeah. such a long time and um hopefully we'll see each other again i think we should do more of these things zoom zoom calls Uh, yeah, it's, it's nice to see you as well, and uh, yeah. and do it as a group. <laughs> That'll be nice. Maybe, maybe let me try. Let me try. Group, yeah, 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 definitely. Like a, it might work actually. Right? Yeah, it it will. <laughs>